A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Good morning, everybody. It is your daily crypto news for Tuesday, September 19, 2023. Remember, you can reach me at M-A-T-T. That's Matt at DailyCryptoNews.net. If you didn't see the Bill Gurley talk at the All In Summit, I encourage you to watch it. Link is in the show notes. But here's basically what he said in a 30-minute talk in a nutshell. Regulation is corruption. And if somebody's asking for regulatory frameworks or for the United States government to regulate them, what the company's basically saying is, I'm going to help you write the rules to benefit my company and oust our competition. And he even pointed to Coinbase doing the same thing or making the same request of the United States government. Coinbase requesting the United States government to say, hey, we need regulation. I will help you write the regulation. And that should take care of all of my competition. And he gives some good research to back up that claim. Now, remember, this is a very, very small nutshell for a very, very big talk. So I urge you to watch it. However, when I saw this headline this morning, it made me think of the Bill Gurley talk. Anatoly Yakovenko, the Solana co-creator, urges lawmakers in the United States to bring regulatory clarity to the digital asset industry. He's warning that anti-crypto policies in the United States are causing blockchain technology entrepreneurs to locate to other countries with more accommodating climates. Now, there was two things in this that I thought was very interesting. First is he's saying, please regulate us. I wonder if he's trying to, you know, get ahead of the game and maybe oust a couple competitors looking at you, Cardano, looking at you, Polkadot, looking at you, Polygon, looking at you, Ethereum, and maybe boost his company up. The other thing that made me think this morning was that he's saying that all these blockchain technology entrepreneurs are going abroad, which is making me look at like, hmm, I wonder if the United States is purposely demonizing blockchain technology technology and people like Elizabeth Warren are saying it's for fraud and for criminals in order to almost not allow the United States to develop it because it is a good technology with a lot of good solutions that could empower people. And the reason why I'm drawing that conclusion this morning is because I saw this headline that says Citigroup will let rich clients use private blockchains to transfer assets. 
And the article goes on to say that the investment banking giant Citigroup announced the launch of a digital token service for its institutions. The City Token Service product will use blockchain and smart contract technology to allow its institutional clients to send money across borders quickly. The technology, like I said, will use a private blockchain opposed to a public blockchain like Bitcoin or Ethereum. It also added that this city token service will provide automated trade finance solutions on a 24-7 basis. According to City, it is to streamline the process of making large transactions by digital bank guarantees. Now, let me just go back to saying like people like Elizabeth Warren are saying that this is a Ponzi scheme. It's used by criminals. There's no reason for blockchain. There's no reason for Bitcoin. There's no reason for Ethereum. There's no reason why all this exists. This is all fraud. This is all Ponzi. They're all scams. But at the same time, we have banks that are implementing blockchain, private blockchain services to make a city token so you can streamline your transactions on a 24-7 basis for cheap and send money abroad quickly. And so is this the real end game? Is to make sure that any kind of blockchain technology is privatized, that this powerful idea, this powerful service, this powerful technology is not for the people? That if you want to use it, you have to have it privatized within a big bank or government, a CBDC, or like I said, a bank-owned private blockchain. I just kind of feel like they're finally saying the quiet part out loud. What do you think? Matt at dailycryptonews.net. Funny enough, and I do see the hypocrisy about to come up, (laughs) that uh, after my little tirade that there's this narrative that crypto is only for scams and fraud. A listener, Jason, wrote in about our podcast yesterday when we were talking about crypto scams and fraud and financial fraud and scams and how it affects old people disproportionately to younger people. Jason wrote in and said, I was listening to your show about crypto scams and I had to share this one with the Daily Crypto News family. About a year ago, I got a call from my dad. He was freaking out outside of a gas station telling me that he thinks that he just made a big mistake. It all started when he got a call from someone claiming to represent his bank. They told him that Chinese hackers took over his bank account and that there were only one way to protect his money. And that was to go to withdraw your cash and then go to a Bitcoin ETM and deposit it. They gave him an address. He told me that he physically went into his bank and withdrew $15,000. Nobody at the bank asked him what it was for. Not their job, but it would have been nice since fraud does happen to 70-year-olds quite often. He drove to the gas station not far from his house and inserted 150 $100 bills into a Bitcoin ATM and then sent it to an address that they gave him. A huge mistake. As soon as he told me, the first thing I could say is, Dad, why the hell didn't you call me first thing? I've done nothing but talk about crypto since I started in 2021. Needless to say, the money was gone and there's nothing anyone could do about it. Something I already knew. But I gave my dad some grace. He is fighting stage 4 bile duct cancer and the chemo fog got the best of him. More of the story is talk to your parents and tell them that if anyone contacts them about anything crypto, to call you before you do anything. And what I mean before you do anything, I mean like put $15,000 into a Bitcoin ATM and send it to an unknown address. Keep up with the good work, Matt. Thanks for the pod. Jason, thank you for the story. First things first, the Daily Crypto News family sends love to your dad. I hope that he beats cancer. Second is thank you for telling the story. And everybody who is listening, please make sure that your elderly parents don't send $15,000 to a random Bitcoin address through a Bitcoin ATM. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The SEC is going after Binance US again, and it's demanding that it cooperates with its investigation. The SEC says that its investigation into Binance US is like navigating a house of mirrors, and it accused Binance of a lack of transparency. They asked the judge to intervene. Well, the judge in this case said, we're not going to intervene. And the judge said he was inclined to allow the inspection of Binance US from the SEC at this time. And he proposed that the SEC should come up with more specific requests for a discovery and speak with broader range of witnesses. On September 15, the SEC accused Binance US of non-cooperation in investigations and said that a large portion of the documents that it has been requesting were unintelligible screenshots and documents without dates or signatures. And I want to address a comment on YouTube from Timer NFT7416. And he says, Binance has too much money locked in hard worlds. They will be okay. CZ is not dumb. But FTX failed, so who knows anyways. And I just want to say CZ is not dumb. However, I think that Crypto.com, FTX, and Binance, they all share the same foundation, the same platform, the same bones of their operation. All the founders were in Hong Kong at the same time. They basically all learned from each other. They all had connections with each other. They all started an exchange, which their token was used as collateral. They got cash for it. They created their own liquidity within their exchanges. They created their own trading value. They blew up to a really big point. FTX was the third company to use the same model that CZ pioneered. Then Crypto.com, which they actually pivoted to the CZ model. Then FTX. And my gut feeling is that they all use the same process to build their companies and their enterprises as big and as quickly as possible. The accounting practices of FTX was probably ubiquitous across Crypto.com and Binance because they probably doing the same thing. And this is all alleged. This is all me just speculating. Um, but if you start digging into Binance.com, Binance US and their practices, I think you're going to find a lot of similarities to FTX. Same thing with Crypto.com. And so... CZ is smart, and he saw the writing on the wall, and he's trying to mitigate any risk that he has to his company and his enterprise, Binance.com and Binance US, but that doesn't mean there's not a lot of cleaning up to do. And if you dig far enough, I know that you're going to pull up some bones, and those bones are going to look a lot like FTX bones, and I bet you're going to see the same thing in Crypto.com. Bitcoiners love to find any reason to get bullish, and this is a great one. Bitcoin investors are bullish on the Fed's $100 billion loss. The United States Federal Reserve made a significant announcement on September 14th, revealing an accumulated loss of $100 billion so far in 2023. What's more is that this is expected to get worse. 
Historically, the Federal Reserve has been a profitable institution. However, the absence of profits doesn't hinder the central bank's ability to conduct monetary policy and achieve its objectives. Some analysts are of the opinion that the Fed's losses, which commenced about a year ago, could potentially double by 2024. The central bank categorizes these negative results as deferred assets, arguing that there's no immediate necessity to cover them. By the way, the United States has now reached $33 trillion in debt. And if you guys are wondering, hey, weren't we just at $32 trillion? Uh, yeah, we were. You want to know why? Because we were just at $31 trillion. On January of 2023, the United States debt reached $31 trillion. And even though we're not even done with 2023, we added $2 trillion of debt. Where were we 10 years ago? Well, we we're at $16.7 trillion of debt. We've just about doubled in 10 years. Now, I bet you're wondering, is this an all-time high for debt? I mean, what about after World War II? I mean, we had to have been a lot of debt. It must have been this much. Well, not really. At the end of World War II, the debt-to-GDP ratio hit an all-time high of 113%. By the end of the war, we were $241.86 billion in debt. Adjusted for inflation, that's around $2.87 trillion. And now I know you're wondering, what was the all-time high for debt-to-GDP ratio? Well, that was in 2020. Due to the pandemic, we hit 134.8%. By the end of this year, we're expected to reach around 133% debt-to-GDP ratio. And I think it's actually going to be higher than that. And by this rate, we might even add another trillion dollars of debt. And finally, the parent company that issues PayPal stablecoin Paxos Trust said that it held around $45.3 million in assets backing PYUSD at the end of last month. PYUSD was backed with over $1.5 million in cash deposits, but the majority of the coin's reserves were held in U.S. Treasuries, around $43.8 million worth. If you guys are wondering, is this a big stablecoin? It absolutely is not. USDC and USDT are valued at $83 and $26 billion respectively and account for 90% of the stablecoin market. Speaking of markets, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. The time is 8.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're at 39. Fearful. Bitcoin's at $27,200, down 0.2% in 24, or up 4.2 in 7. Ethereum's at $1,646, down 0.6%. Tether's number three. Binance is at 218, down 0.6%. And XRP is at 51 cents, up 1.6%. Rounding off the top 10, we have USDC, Cardano, Doge, Tuncoin, and Solana is up 3% at $20.18. The total market cap is around $1.08 trillion. The BTC dominance is 49.3, and the ETH dominance is 18.4. And that was our show today. Until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.